0: Practicing leadership is about being your best self and trying to help others wherever they're at. Sometimes this could be by listening. Sometimes it could help them solve or go through a major challenge. Sometimes it could be trying to help people grow. But before we can help people grow, we sometimes need to be aware of where individuals are at and making sure that they feel ready to be able to grow. During today's podcast, we'll be covering a related supporting topic, to Helping People Grow, which is talking about Maslow's Hierarchy of Needs. This is the Practicing Leader Podcast. I'm your host, Parul Margava, and let's discuss. As always, you can always give a call to 206-651-4312 and leave a message and tell me about a question you would like to have answered during the next podcast. An alternative way is also to send me an email at questions- at ThePracticingLeader.com, and I'll review those as well. Now let's jump into Maslow's Hierarchy of Needs. According to Maslow's theory, the hypothesis was the second need could not be fulfilled until the one prior to it was filled first. Similarly, the third before the second, so, so, so on and so on. So when we start talking about these as strata, as you're moving up the pyramid and this hierarchy, the way you should think about it is until the bottommost layers are met and met consistently, the likelihood that an individual will be able to experience the needs being fulfilled of the level above it is unlikely. The bottom most tier of the hierarchy is ones that are considered physiological or things that are actually rudimentary to to living: air, food, water, place to live. These are things that are very consistent, when you think about it from a workplace perspective, if a person has those basic needs met, you're likely to be able to then move on to the next level. From a personal experience, when my wife and I had moved from Boston back to Seattle, the situation we were in is that when we were moving, the home that we were planning to move in was no longer available. The job that I was looking to move into, no longer available. We were driving cross-country in order to be able to beat the snows on the East Coast, so that way we can make it back home. It was very difficult for me to focus on anything else other than trying to get those fundamental needs met. So if you had asked me, hey, could you focus on improving yourself? It wouldn't have been very difficult for me to be able to focus on those things until such time that we had a place to live. We had a job and we had everything else the way we needed to. Without those needs being met and having a place to live and having the job, It made it very difficult to be able to say, okay, what am I going to do? Where am I going to stay? How is this going to work? Where are we going to go? All those questions will, will reign supreme in terms of what exactly will be the focus of my attention because those needs were not being met in that moment. I can look back on that and say, okay, these are the needs that need to be met. How do I get them met so that way I can focus on other things? The next level is security. How do you make sure that you've got a... Basic paycheck. You feel consistent. You don't feel like there are things that could have the rug pulled out from underneath you where you now you're having to restart again. Are you feeling like the place that you're staying is a safe place? Is the place that you're working a safe place to work? All of those things will play a part in terms of whether an individual will feel safe in their role or safe enough to move on to the next strata. The next level is around fostering an environment that creates belonging for an individual. This is where you'll hear about discussions around diversity and inclusion, because this plays in, plays into some of the discussions around how do you make a person feel like they belong to a group or a company, and making sure that where a company has created a supportive and inclusive work culture, we've all felt when we do not feel included that we, I think we, all of us can at one point or another say, you know what, I didn't feel part of the in crowd. And when you don't feel as part of the in crowd, what ends up happening is that actually detracts away from that feeling where you then can focus on doing higher level work because that puts you at the defensive. When you're felt as the, as the other, you're not going to be able to do your best work. Now, whether or not you're, doing, you're creating that inclusive environment by doing team building events, social events, fostering a sense of community, Amongst individuals, whatever you can do to try to create that level of inclusions, you'll help people move on from that strata onto the next one. The next strata is about building self-esteem. This is where the accolades that an individual could receive for the work that they've done. This is where practicing leaders can and should acknowledge and reward achievements and contributions people have made. But in order for that person to hear those things and to feel the benefit of those things, the prior strata need to actually have been met. The final stage is called self-actualization. To support an employee's or an individual's personal growth and development, we as practicing leaders need to be able to provide opportunities for learning, provide them a way to be able to enhance their skills or give them meaningful projects. This is where there's that opportunity to do that. This is where you can encourage autonomy and creativity, and actually you can see innovation happen because an individual wants to see themselves grow and to be able to exhibit a growth mindset. But before the strata below it are met, it's very difficult for a person to feel as if they're actually able to reach those goals. This gives an overview of what Maslow's hierarchy of needs are and how they apply to business and how they can apply to individuals when trying to help them grow. If you're finding somebody that is none able to grow, is it possible that that individual isn't having one of their prior needs being met? And is there something that you can do as a practicing leader to help them get those needs met? If you have questions that you'd like to ask and be able to have covered as part of the podcast, you can go ahead and give a call to 206-651-4312 and leave a message. Or alternatively, you can send me an email at questions at thepracticingleader.com. This has been the Praxing Leader Podcast. My name is Perul Bargava, and I'll talk to you next week.